What's going on, everybody? Happy What's Wednesday. Up? Welcome to the Get the Bag podcast. We're at episode 13. Very special episode. Lucky 13, I'd like to say. Um, I'm your host, Gladia Castro. Got my co-host, Tim Park. I'm hey, super excited for today's episode. Super, super excited. Um, but 100%. before we, we get into our guest, uh, don't forget to subscribe like this channel, like this video, uh, you know, it always helps with the algorithm. Um, but today's guest is a very special guest. Um, our first female guest took long enough. been trying to get more of my ladies out here. Um, mm -hmm. this, this special guest, she's, she's very special. Um, you know, I think she's, uh, gone through a lot. Um, yeah. and, really depicts the American dream, which is kind of why we, we kind of add that to our title. Um, mm -hmm. Our guest was born and raised in Brazil, super passionate um, about her faith, her family, moved to the United States in 97 to pursue mm -hmm. a dream of you know, learning English. Um, but little did she know that kind of turned into uh, her entrepreneurial journey. Uh, and she's a proud uh, mother of Isaac, her son Isaac, who's 14, uh, full-time entrepreneur, runs her hair salon, event space, and you know buys houses. Uh, <laughs> so she's she's just amazing, and I, I think she mentioned she's she's working on a book, and I'm really excited to talk mm -hmm. about that. Uh, let's welcome Anna Moraes. I want to make sure I say it right. Redfern, did I say it right? Yes, you, you said it right. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> welcome, I don't want to it. Welcome to the podcast. How how are you feeling? How are you how are you doing? I, I feel I feel great. I feel nervous, but I feel great. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Good morning, fam. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, we're, we're excited to have you. Thank you, Tim. Thank Very you, Gladys. Excited. Yeah, of course. So as we always like to ask our guests, like, tell us a little bit about yourself. I did kind of give a little background, but, um, you know, what sort of uh, inspired this entrepreneurial, maybe we can start with that, um, you know, going from living in Brazil, moving in 97, kind of starting your life, but what kind of triggered the entrepreneurial journey? Okay, so hi, everybody. I'm Ana. I am from Brazil, like Gladia said. Thank you guys. First of all, thank you so much for inviting me. Uh, I am so proud of you guys. You guys are doing amazing things. I love your podcast and changing lives and dropping gems on a weekly basis. So it's an honor to be here with you guys. So thank you. I'm humbled to share a little bit of me, of my story. So uh, yes, I was uh, born and raised in Brazil. Um, you know, grew up very poor, but filled with love. I had a great family. Mm -hmm. um, so whew, long story, but I'm trying to make it yeah, short. No <laughs> All good. So uh, in Brazil growing up, you know, I um, didn't have that many opportunities, but I uh, started working my first job uh, with a company in Brazil and the president of the company, um, he spoke five languages. So there was a great exposure for me. It triggered something in my mind, like, mm, I want to learn another language. I want to learn how to speak English. So I had that desire. I was very young, and you know, the statistic. I would, how would I obtain, you know, the the mm -hmm. 
you know, to learn the, ling the language and didn't have really that much resources. But anyway, so the company, um, the company sponsored an English class for me in Brazil. It was very hard because I didn't have anybody to practice with. And uh, make a long story short, two ladies from from United States moved to Brazil to develop, you know, some products, Dudley products, uh, cosmetology products. And I was introduced to them by the president of the company. And immediately I knew that there was an opportunity for me. You know, sometimes we come across those opportunities, but we really don't get a hold of it. But I knew that I had prayed, I had asked God and boom, boom, boom. He connected me with these two ladies. And I, I said, hey, can I? Can I move to the United States with you guys? I, I would like to learn English fluently. So that that's how it started. So I moved here. Mm. I didn't have, I moved here in 1997. I didn't have a job. I didn't have the language. I didn't have a car. I didn't have a career, no college degree. Just drive, just the desire, you know, just the faith. And um, so I moved here and I didn't have a seat at the table. So I had to create my table. Mm. So that's when I, uh, I started making flyers. I was, you know, uh, I took English as a second language at a community college here. I was walking everywhere. I didn't have a driver's license. So just hustling. Mm -hmm. I'm a hustler. <laughs> yeah. uh, the fact that they opened up their house, they're Terry and Sherry, they're two sisters. They gave me the opportunity. I was supposed to stay here for six months. Little did I know that God had greater plans for me, you know, I am a woman of faith. I love God. I mm -hmm. love my family. Um, well, I forgot to say that I am a mom. I'm a single mom. I have a son. His name is Isaac, and I love him. I love him. Hey, shout out to Isaac. Shout out to my shout baby. To Isaac. <laughs> Thank you. So I um I started hustling. I was cleaning houses. I had flyers. I made in a computer. I was knocking on doors, cleaning houses, and I got a, a, a job at the grocery store as a cashier doing all that as a tourist. I came here as a tourist. Mm. So oh. it was, it has been a very interesting journey. I had to lean completely on God. That's all I had, but I knew that he would get me through. Um, he would honor my desires and he would be right there with me. And he has been just that. So um, then I start seeing the opportunities here, you know, as a cashier, I start seeing people's nails and how they were into their, their, their looks. And I said, wow, I need to get another visa to stay here a little longer. So I signed up for nail school. I mm. got a student visa. I became a nail technician. And then my visa was about to expire again. And then I reapplied for cosmetologists. So I became a cosmetologist out of solution trying to resolve my own problems with immigration mm -hmm. and then god started showing me the gifts that i had it in me was to connect with people and i start understanding entrepreneurship so here i am today full-time entrepreneur and um just you know i i just shoot my shot i had to uh my mentality my mindset was back then it has to work Mm -hmm. You know, I had told my family, they thought I was crazy. How are you going to leave Brazil to go to a whole nother country? You don't know these people. What are you going to do there? I said, listen, I have to try. You're going to miss all the shots that you did not take. So mm -hmm. I said, if something happens, I come back home. But I knew in my heart that that was it for me, you know. 
Yeah. Mm. So I started meeting new people and um, gosh, it has been amazing. I've had so many trials and tribulations, but I am standing and uh, my faith has supported me. So it, it's from, from cosmetologies and, and, and building my clientele to um, 10 years later, I got married. I was married for 11 years. Mm -hmm. So um, am I saying too much? Do you want? No, go ahead. This is your story. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> I was married for 11 years. It was a great marriage. But towards the end of my marriage, things were going south. And I had to make a decision. I said, hey, listen. No, that's not what I want. That's I deserve, you know, I, I knew my worth. So mm -hmm. I had a son. So unfortunately, during my separation, uh, our divorce was heading to a very, uh, you know, it wasn't going to be pretty. But anyway, mm -hmm. um, I was committed. I was committed to my dreams. I was committed to what I came here for. I, one thing about me, I'm very focused. I'm very consistent. And uh, I know what I want. And I just hustle for it, you know. Mm -hmm. So I knew that um, starting over. I've been here before. So I, I got my son and I said, hey, we're going to get this thing. We're going to get this thing moving. So um, after a year separated, um, my husband, fortunately, came sick and became sick and passed away unexpectedly. Mm -hmm. uh, so there was a huge loss for me and my son. During the separation, I um, lost my house, which was um, it was it was it was. Facing foreclosure is something that I don't wish on nobody. Um, losing a marriage, losing the house, and then Jay passed away. So mm. life became like it was a, a tornado all mm -hmm. at once. But that's how I got to real estate. Mm. Mm. Right. Yeah. Th that it was, all happens uh, for a reason, right? <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, in 100%. a weird way. And I mean, when your back is against the wall, uh, we talk about this a lot too, right? When you literally have no options but to commit to yourself, right? And like mm -hmm. your goals, your 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 vision, something special happens when when that it's when things are we're more when we're comfortable and thing and like we have a like we talk about if you have a job or it's like things are consistent, like that's where you know, we kind of level out, right? Uh, we, we, we tap out, we, we don't look up and see the opportunities, but you in like, kind of, you've had to do this twice almost in like transitioning yeah. from leaving Brazil to the United States and your family telling you like, what are you doing? Like, don't yeah. you want to be here yeah, where you're comfortable mind. or whatever? Like, yeah. And that, that, I think we all have that in some ways, when we're trying to start a business and we have family being like, well, what are you doing? It's always like, what are you doing? Like questioning us because they never had the commitment to want to maybe chase their dreams. And then, you know, you go through this really tough time of mm -hmm. hardship where literally it's just you and your son. And you're like, I got to make, I got to make it happen. Yeah. Like yeah. you have no options and, and you, you did that. So I think like that's a huge just you, you just doing that is a like huge success is making something happen uh, out of nothing practically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you're right. And you know, literally life, this is how I see it. How bad do you want it? How yeah, bad right. do you really want it? You know, this is just, we, we're here temporarily. This is it. Like Michael mm -hmm. Jackson used to say, this is it tour. What mm -hmm. you going to do? 
right. Right. You know, when I met Terry and Sherry in Brazil, it was like, okay, I am a, you know, I'm a black woman. I'm young, poor. What are the chances that I'm going to find someone willing to let me stay in their house in the United States? Right, right. It's here, right. it's now or never. Yeah. So I right. said, I'm going. So yeah. my family literally thought I was like, what is she talking about? What, how are you yeah. going to do that? Some you people wouldn't have done it. Are yeah, you crazy? Exactly. You have a job. Exactly. Yeah, you don't have a place to stay. But my faith was stronger than my fears. Yeah, that's a bar right there. It was literally, I felt like God has given me an anesthesia that I was not feeling my decision. You know, mm -hmm. I was like, I'm mm. going to go. It was like Abraham type of situation. I'm going to go mm -hmm. to another country, to another culture. But let me tell you, I got to know Anna that I didn't know existed in Brazil. Mm. Because pain produces power, pressure. Mm. Right. That's how a diamond exactly. Is, right? Exactly. Yep. yep. You know, so I was like, man, I, I, guys, I couldn't even understand what these people were talking about. I used to cry at night. I said, mm -hmm. what have I done when I got here? I right. said, oh my gosh, what are my friends? What is my family? But and then every day God was spilling a layer. Like I was getting to know my strength. I was getting mm -hmm. working on my mindset, on persistency and consistency. I had immigration that I was dealing with. Right. Trying to right. find some, some a way to make money. But and then I was comfortable in Brazil. But here... It was, it was, That's I had, I mean. to, no, I had to come like with my A game, but I was frustrated, you know, I was like, my mindset was, I was so focused. I said, I cannot, I cannot mess this up, you know? Mm -hmm. So, you mm -hmm. know, of course people will come and offer things and there were distractions that were throwing at me. I said, nah, nah, that ain't for me. No, I did not yeah. come here for that. <laughs> you know, exactly. I had exactly. told my mom. I said, don't worry about me. I'm not going to come back home broke. That I know. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I am truly grateful that I have met some amazing people. I was connected with a wonderful church. Shout out to Bishop Hash and Lady Joyce that spoke into my life. You know, I maintained some strong relationships. And like, you know, when I, when I was losing my house, let, I'm going to go over that real quick. When I was yes, losing my house... Um, two friends of mine uh, said, hey, Anna, you know, I, I, I heard about, because uh, everybody, some people knew close to me what I was going through. So they were like, Anna, I've heard about a meeting that is happening downtown that people talk about houses and buying houses and maybe somebody will buy the house, for, you know, so you won't have to go through foreclosure. I said, oh, okay, I'll go. It was a meetup with Max, Maxwell, right here. No. In nice. And, and I found out that's how I met Coach Chris too. Shout out to the U. Yep. Shout that's out. how I met, Shout out. That's I met Chris Jefferson in one of Max's meetups as well. So I got to the meeting. They were talking about, you know, houses and investors and flips and all that. And my hope was to find somebody to buy the house and, you know, resolve my problem. But I didn't know I had title issues with the property and the lien. So and my husband had just passed away and it was crazy. I, the house could not be purchased. So I lost the house, mm. but I had to go through that. Y'all, I had to go through that foreclosure to get mm -hmm. to that meetup to then 
go to a real estate conference in, in Dallas. When I got home, I said, you know, that sounds like an interesting business. They're just flipping contracts. Oh, mm -hmm, I got to learn right. that. So mm -hmm. I got me a plane ticket and I went to the wholesale um, meetup. It was a conference in Dallas. First meetup there, right. I think, conference that Max had. Chris was actually one of the speakers. So I sat in that conference by myself, just me, Faith, and Hustle. And I started learning. I said, wow. So I can just find a distressed property, find the, uh, the, the, the seller, mm -hmm. and connect them with a cash buyer and get the check. Oh, I'm going to learn it. So I came back from Dallas, got in my car, started driving through the neighborhood. <laughs> driving for dollars. <laughs> and right. boom. You know, every day I was doing, every, every day I was doing that. I didn't have no systems. You know, I was just driving. Found this property near the house that I lost. Mm. Called the seller, called the, the, the heir, left mm -hmm. several messages. That took three months. And he called me back and he said, it was something about your voice message that, you know, I get calls all the time from people that want to buy houses, buy houses. But it was something about your message, young lady. I would like to meet with you at the house. I had no idea what I was doing. I was just calling. <laughs> I said, oh, my gosh, what am I going to do? Met him there, and I called one of the investors in town, people, somebody that was out in a business. I said, hey, can you help me with this property? Somebody is motivated, and he wants to meet me there. So met you know, the gentleman there at the house, and he accepted the offer, put the house on the contract. And I said, what do I do now? He was like, you got to find a buyer. So... Obviously, I didn't have the money, of course, to buy the house. So the buyer was next to the house. You know who were they? They mm. were a, uh, um, it was a, um, what you call it? Developer. They were, buy they were developing new houses. I took a picture of that sign, called the office. I said, hey, uh, I see you guys uh, building houses on this street. And I have a property that I'm interested in. You know, I have a contract for sale. Are you interested? And they said, yeah, we'll meet with you. And there was my seller next to mm. the property. And that was my first uh, deal. That's amazing. That's amazing. Wow. Like, I <clears throat> I mean, your story just from coming from Brazil to here, starting your own business. I mean, several businesses. I mean, just from cleaning to salon, nails to now real estate. And um you know, it's just a, an amazing testimony to, you know, your resilience, uh, your hustle and your strive to succeed. And um, I think a lot of people don't understand as immigrants, I'm an immigrant myself, um, and it it's a different kind of mentality of survival, I guess, because you're coming from a different country. Um, yeah. I saw it in my mom um, and... Okay. Uh, it, they they would do any we would do anything take any job to try to make it in U.S. Some people don't realize that they haven't even left the state that they're in here. Right, right. right. People wow. are coming from other countries to make it in the United States, and That's some people good. here won't leave the state, and that, let alone get into something. Uh, entrepreneurship like they're scared to do even do that like so right. you kind of just jumped in from the the gate when you landed here what are you going to do how are you going to survive and 
and you figured it out and not knowing, not having a plan, but you just made it work. And that, I mean, if you guys are listening now, uh, watching this, that is an amazing like story of Anna right there. So, and Mm -hmm. you know, you, let alone having a kid and your losses with, you know, your husband. And so uh, there's a lot of um, ups and downs of, of course, but I think, um, you know, that made you stronger one and made you confident that you could achieve just about anything that you put your mind to. And, um, you know, I've known you for a while since you had joined the U and stuff. And I know I've seen your journey and, it's it's just been it inspires me so that's one of the reasons that what you want we wanted you on here right because i think your story will inspire other people and um you know i think it's it's just you you need to share that so i know you're really big on you know connections and relationships Mm -hmm. um you kind of shared your story of how you got into real estate now how does that help your business in real estate or your even I think your event space now so you have several different um, entrepreneur uh, ventures Mm -hmm. so can you tell us about you know your connections and how you you know develop your connections yeah sure sure Uh, one thing uh, I think I found out about me because you know every day you learn something different about you right Um, I'm, I'm I'm very compassionate I love people I love to connect with people in every stage of life. You know, I, uh, I like to listen to people and, and connect in some kind of way. So one thing that I, uh, for sure, I love to invest in myself. You know, you know, we ladies, we like the hair done, the nails done, the right. lashes. But I think investing in your self-development is so important, right? So whenever I get a chance to go somewhere to learn, I'm there. You know, if it's out of state or if it's in town, it's a meetup, it's something that is going to help me to grow. So when I get to, it's important to get to those rooms, right? Got to right. get to those rooms if you're trying to grow in some 100%. capacity in life. So when I'm, when I'm in, when I'm somewhere, even if it's a grocery store, if it's a class, whatever, I try to connect with people either to add value or to learn something from them. And I think relationships is like a plant. If you have a plant, you got to water it. You got to put mm. some fertilizer, you know, don't let it die. Like I try to stay, I like send text or check on somebody and, and grow their relationship because you never know, you know, you never know the bridge that you are creating, that you are forming. So I think that's one of my strengths. I love to, um, in, in the business that I am, you know, being a hairstylist, you I'm constantly listening to people in there. Are, I, I'm sure there are great hairstylists in town that do better things that I do, no. but there's something that I can offer that nobody else can. You know, we have different, everybody has a different fingerprint. So there's something about me that somebody might connect. So I have clients that's been with me for over 15, 17 years and we have good relationships. And now that I, uh, I have an event space, um, yeah, I gotta talk about my baby too. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pandemic baby. Uh, I have a, a, an event space, um, special moments venue. I gave birth to the to the idea during the pandemic, and uh, then again, you know, I keep my ears open for opportunities. And when I saw Nehemiah Dave, shout out to Neil, another mentor of mine. 
uh, he came on an Instagram uh, promoting an event space. I said, hmm, that's, that sounds like another real estate idea. So I just jumped into, you know, jump into it, start looking for buildings. I, I, I invested on in a class and I start participating on the mastermind, learn that and I implement it because you have to take the leap of faith, right? Mm -hmm. So um, mm -hmm. I didn't want to let the fear of the pandemic stop me from achieving something great. And I'm glad I did. So going back to your question, Tim, yes, I love to connect with people and maintaining those relationships is definitely one of my strengths. Um, and and I love I love meeting people. I love, you know, learning from people. And they has helped me with real estate, with the mm -hmm. event space, with the salon. And, um, and so I'm grateful for everybody that comes into my life. And I'm very careful who is in my circle as well. Mm -hmm. uh, you got to be careful with energy vampires and people that are going <laughs> to try to shut right. down, you know, because some some people will, if you're not careful, they will project their fears on you. Mm, so you absolutely. Have to, yeah. You have to protect your energy. You have to protect your space. I am here on a mission and I know that. And, you know, I have located my why. My why is to generate wealth. My why is to break generational curses in my family of poverty. And mm. I was the chosen one. So I cannot allow mm. fear or negativity to come into my camp and distract me from what I'm here for. So that's, love that. that's huge. I, I love that. I think um, a lot of times we, we let the fears and uh, projections of other people uh, of, the, mm -hmm. of their fears onto us. We allow that to happen. And I love how you say energy vampires, because it really, it really is that. And we allow that. And we're essentially blocking ourselves like from, from the potential that we do have. And mm -hmm. you right off the bat had that discipline to uh, once you commit to something, you're like, I'm, I'm going all the way through. And not many people do that. Not, a lot of people like, like to add a lot of things on their plate and then they just end up doing nothing. Right. Wow. Uh, but for you, right. Like you were able to, um, you found an interest in something, you saw the vision and mm -hmm. then you committed to it. And I think, I think that's huge. Uh, but uh, my, my main question was, you know, with all that, you have a lot going on the event space, uh, you're a single mother, <laughs> you have a flip, you're doing a wholesaling business. Like how do you keep that balance? Like without getting overwhelmed right behind me. Boom. Now, this girl right here will stop and travel. Yes. Travel I've is seen my that. passion. Uh, I'm, I'm very big in self care. Uh, you cannot operate on an empty tank. And I realize that um, I love taking care of me. And I'm teaching my son as well. You know, I think that's one of my main goals is to. Uh, build a legacy for Isaac. I tell him all the time, it's just me and you, we are a team. But I, I teach him how to stop and smell the flowers. Because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, without your health, without your mental health, there's no, not, not much, not many things that you can achieve, right? And, and so I'm like, taking care of me and have a balanced life is very important. Um, Money is good, y'all, but it's really not everything. My main goal is to, you know, is on top of my vision board. It's like I want to be healthy, happy, and have peace. And, of course, mm -hmm. wealthy. But I, mm -hmm. I, I love me. You know, I, 
How are you going to expect somebody to love you when you don't even like yourself? Right. Yeah. So yeah, I love you. And, I, and, and, you know, I tell my clients and people that I come across, people that cross paths with, path with me, I tell them all the time. I said, you know, this is only one chance we have here. How are you going to go through life unhappy? So do what makes you happy. Do what makes your soul glow. You know, and one thing right. that I love, like you asked me, how do you balance everything? I will purchase a plane ticket. I will travel somewhere and see the ocean. Or I can go down the street and sit in a park and read a book. Mm. Just do something that makes me happy, makes me at peace. And then that fuels my tank. I pray, you know, I meditate. Oh, let's not forget. I'm in the gym every day. Mm. And I hear you every yeah. morning. Hey. Every morning. There you go. Getting that workout in. It's, it's a journey. You know, it's not easy. Yeah, I tell, you know, I one day I want to do something for single mothers because mm. I, I'm there. I know how it is. Like, and I don't have any family here. All mm. my family is in Brazil. So yeah. whenever, whatever chance I get, I'm, I'm, a, I'm at home with them. I'll take a trip home. But being here, trying to balance, you know, businesses and help my son to be a strong black male in this society mm. is work. It is a lot of work. So, yeah. but I am in. Uh, like I, like I commit. I'm, I'm committed. Like yeah. you got to commit first and figure it out later, right? That's what I've been mm -hmm. doing. Right. For it starts years, with so. you. It starts with yep. you first. That's and uh, I love, I love what you said because uh, it kind of goes back to something I've always heard, and I, I've been repeating it to myself: is you have to be selfish before you become unselfish. Mm, you have to be selfish with yourself, with with like with the, the, the love you give yourself, with the goals you set for yourself. It all starts with you. That's you. That's all you. Like, don't let anybody tell you you're selfish because of the goals you want to strive for. Once you, be, you get to a certain place, like you talked about, mm -hmm. I want to help single mothers, that's where the unselfishness comes in, right? Because you've already oh. kind of committed to your goals. And now you're like, okay, I want to, I want to give everything. Like, I want to give what I've been able to work towards. Exactly. Um, and I love, I love how you committed to yourself in self-care because we've also talked about this too on the podcast is, you know, entrepreneurial, you see on, on Instagram, it's like, go, 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 no, mm -hmm. no days off, keep mm -hmm. grinding, which, you know, there's no problem. Like you have to do that, but you also have to, you know, it's a marathon. It's, it's the it's long a marathon. game. It's a you marathon. To, you, mm -hmm. you can't, you can't commit to that. And that's why we see, you know, and I love that you mentioned because I have it here in my vision board, I have um, love, happiness, health, patience, wow. and wealth. Yeah, like those are like my main like kind of key words that I I, I want I live by, especially going into this year. Mm -hmm. But your 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 biggest thing is is um, you know committing to yourself, committing mm -hmm. to your son. It starts it starts with you. Um, so I, I I just love that. I just wanted to point that out because it's it's. It's bigger than that. It's bigger than the money. Uh, you have to take care of yourself. I mean, that's why you see people, entrepreneurs in their 40s, because they grinded mm -hmm. it out so hard that they're dying of heart attacks, oh, high blood pressure, yeah. especially yes. in our yeah. you know, black and brown communities. Uh, and so wow. it's it's really important that you take care of yourself. Like, take that time off. Take a weekend. Go for a walk. Find mm -hmm. you know, find your vacation anywhere. It does, You don't have anywhere. to travel. So I just love that you're like, hey, it doesn't matter if I'm going for a walk at the park and reading or traveling, although, you know, going to the beach, 
you know. Yeah, you can't beat that. You can't beat beat that. (laughs) Come on now. Yeah, you got you got to be happy. You know, that's that's what we're here for. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not going to live a life like, you know, one thing that my pastor says, and I care that with me, you cannot change what you tolerate. You mm. cannot change what you tolerate. Yeah. And, and a lot of people tolerating situations and people when they not, you know, in, in, in they in situations that is causing health issues. So make mm-hmm. a decision. Right. What do you yeah. want? Yeah. You know? And so that's how I live my life. Uh, um, you know, foreigners are different. Like I came mm-hmm. from South America, third world country. We, you know, some families don't have a whole lot, but we t- we make time for ourselves. We make time mm-hmm. to love. We make time to connect with people. And I think I carried my culture here, and that's why it's so easy to right. um, people. You know, it's mm-hmm. a, it's a Brazilian thing, um, and and it's I a love different that. Vibe. It's a different, different vibe. Like seeing I love third it. world country is like for me. Um, my dad is Peruvian, so I visited oh, Peru okay. a lot. Uh, uh, growing up, uh, almost every summer I used to spend time, and so very early on, seeing a third world country from that perspective, like it humbles you, right? Even as a kid, mm-hmm. I was like, although our family would always think, and I think we talked about this on the morning call before, like they think we're super rich and like. Mm-hmm. Just because we live in America, you think we're we're really rich? Uh, I don't right. know about that. Um, but like <laughs> visiting a third world country where you're seeing kids my age selling gum or selling, you know, oh, like yeah. you just mm-hmm. look, you just see things from a much different perspective. Um, and so having that immigrant sort of mentality where you just grind it out and and seeing my my parents go through that, it kind of instills in me of like. Exactly. I'm an immigrant too, in a way, like I'm an extended yeah. like immigrant. And so I'm sure Isaac probably feels that way too, seeing his, his mom, like putting in the work, putting in <laughs> like the love into yourself. Uh, I think right. that, that goes a long way. And some mm-hmm. days, some, I know some days Isaac is like, I'm going to send you back to Brazil, mom. <laughs> yeah, <but laughs> I, I am that mom. I, I said, okay, we are renovating our property. Isaac, Saturday morning. You are going to help me to do this and do that. And we drive for dollars. You know, I mm-hmm. have him on the phone sometimes, skip trace and help me because, you know, why build a legacy and not teach them? Exactly. Right. Exactly. You know what I mean? Because and- one day I won't be here, but hopefully he can carry on because I'm doing for him anyway. So right. as, a, as a parent, mm-hmm. as a foreigner parent, you know, parent, I get him involved because mm-hmm. you got to teach them how to fish. Yeah, you're gonna earn, brother, or you're gonna you're gonna work with me, and but no handouts here. No, yeah, exactly, (laughs) exactly. You know, it's no silver spoon. I I take him to Brazil. He's been to Brazil. Isaac has been to Brazil over fifteen times, and he sees it. You know how it's like over there. Some people, and he sees the best and the ugly. And so I'm teaching him how to be grateful and how to. you know, be driven. And that's really something that you cannot teach, but he sees it, you know, mm-hmm. with action, what I'm right. doing, what, what I'm building and what I am about. So it's, it's, it's been, it's been great. You know, I, yeah. uh, real estate, I want to, um, thank you, you know, for the charged up you, um, being a community with my, you know, same people, the same mentality, chasing their dreams as well. So I love being with the group and learning and I have met some amazing people. Like I never met you guys in person, but it feels like 
We've been right. we've known each other. We're family. Yeah. We're family. Yeah, family. family. So, you know, if you anybody's trying to get into real estate, I say go for it. You know, it's it's tangible, it's here. Listen, mm-hmm. there is no excuse, guys. If I if I am doing it and I came here as a tourist, there is really no excuses. You can do exactly. it. Exactly. I'm saying so it's, it's, yeah, opportunities are everywhere, but I think that our society we erase them, you know. Mm-hmm. You overlook the opportunities. And mm-hmm. I'm like, so and I, you know, by by going to different conferences and, and seminars, I'm collecting this information. But what are we doing with that? Mm. You, yeah. you know, I start applying perfect actions, like yeah. action is the key. I'm like, wait a minute, you're telling me that I can buy a discounted property and this property can be on my monopoly board and mm-hmm. it's generated right. passive income. Right. Oh, I'm going to do it. I don't know yeah. what's going to take, but I'm going to try it. You know, you don't know until hey. you try it. And hey. if I think people are afraid to fail, you know, like failure oh, is, scares a lot of people. Um, but, you know, I thank God analysis paralysis is like, mm-hmm. Is is it's not something that I'm trying to entertain. Um, I'm grateful that I had the opportunity to, to buy a first property like two years ago. I um, negotiated with this seller. I had saved some of my assignments fees, put it aside. And when I came across this house, I said, oh, I'm going to keep that one. Because my dream was to get the check while I'm sleeping or while I'm at the beach somewhere. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I'm thankful that I was able to rehab that property. I purchased the property for $18,000. Now the property is worth $115,000. Yeah. So it's like, and my son sees it, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's working. Yeah. So it's really, when you put in the work, results will follow. 100%. 100%. So you know, I'm, in, I'm in it. I'm in. I'm committed. Yeah. I've seen <laughs> Isaac. Uh do some renovations as well and some of those projects too i've seen them at work so um and that was the thing when i first met you is that you already had some properties down and um you know and then now you had one that's a it's a short-term rental but it's like it's a long-term rental you did some airbnb a little bit too with your properties and stuff so like you have owned properties and um, you were still wholesaling at the time too. So I think, um, you know, I think we had a conversation about that and I was just reinforcing you that you're ahead of a lot of people because a lot of people wanted to get to where you're at in owning property. Right. Mm -hmm. And you were still trying to scale your wholesaling business. Right. And, um, but I had to get you to understand is that a lot of people want to achieve what you've already achieved. And so um, your, your wholesaling business is just an added revenue stream for your collective entrepreneurship. Yeah. Right. So yeah. I think um, as you continue to put, um, you know, pieces on your monopoly board in real life, I think, um, you know, you're you're doing all the right things in doing that. And along the way, teaching valuable lessons to Isaac because mm-hmm. he sees it on a daily basis. Like, you know, how you even from when he was little to where he's now, like he's seen you always working and always providing and always um, having fun. 
too, mm-hmm. right? Taking yes. him on vacations and he's on, doing he's all the right things. Also true, Tim. I told See? you to tell you that. Yeah, Isaac is he, published two books. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. That's awesome. <laughs> tell us a little bit more. You're an author too. Come on. Well, you're going to be an author right. too. I'm so. working on my book. Yeah, right. I'm working on my life story as we speak. I got to get it out. I've got to share. Yes, you do. Oh, my goodness, guys. It, oh, it is truly inspiring. It inspires me when I think about from cleaning houses to buying houses. I'm like, mm. man. I, I like, think that was a title. That's a title, that right? A title. I was say, that's a title right there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, you know, humble beginnings. And I'm still very humble. I'm like, you know, God ain't through with me yet. There's got to be more. And I just want people to don't give up on your dreams. Do not give up on yourself. Keep going. It is possible. You know, lock yeah. in. Everything is right here. It is a mindset. You got, you know, as you think, you are. That's what the Bible mm-hmm. says. You know, as a man thinks, so is he. What mm. you, what you entertain right here, you will become. So I'm like, okay, I, I, I gotta keep going because I have a whole family in Brazil that is, you know, watching me. That's, you know, it's it's so much. But um, but anyway, so Isaac, um, during our losses, during the the challenges, I said, you know. I, I, one thing about me, uh, I like to expose Isaac. So I'm not big and buy the, the latest tennis shoes or the latest Xbox. I said, no, we're going to invest on a plane ticket and we're going to go outside of the United States so you can see other cultures, mm. you know, mm. currencies, how they that. live, you know. So he has been all over the world, literally. Isaac has been to Europe, to Asia with me, everywhere. So I said, you know what? Yeah, write a book about your adventures. Inspire other kids. Mm-hmm. So uh, he he published Isaac's Adventures in Paris and Isaac's uh, Adventures in Brazil. Love it. And the, the book, yeah. So we want to do like a series of book, and um, and with that, it opened doors for him to go to different events, to schools, to uh, events in the city, and he has spoke into uh, he spoke on a graduation last year. Oh my so gosh, that's like, amazing! I said, let's that's go, amazing. let's get it. I'm, let's I'm, do like, it. I'm pushing him to mm-hmm. step in into his gifts, and you know what he does when he grows up is up to him. But as a parent, I'm trying to teach him now and and laying the found laying the foundation. Um, one thing that I do with Isaac, we have, you know. We do our own book club readings at home. I have him reading The Secrets of a Millionaire Mind. Mm-hmm. I have him reading Poor, Rich Dad and Poor Dad. And he told me the other day, he said, you know what, Mom? I don't think I want to be in a rat race. Mm. I, I, need to, I need to have my own freedom. And so hopefully he will carry on. But as a mom, I want, I, I want him to understand um, the importance of investing in yourself and, and obtaining financial freedom because, hey, listen, we're not going to wait for retirement to, to live a good life. No. That's good. No, not in our mm-hmm. 60s, no. No, <laughs> no. No, I said, listen, no, we enjoying life right now because tomorrow, we don't know. We don't know the tomorrow. Right. So, But we have to put in the work now, you know, and go for it. Go after mm-hmm. your dreams and your goals and be around positive people. That's another big thing with me. Be around people right. that, you know, will push you instead yeah. of. Exactly. You exactly. Know? So, 
So, and trust God, trust the process and, you know, and, and go for it. That's my main, my main yeah, thing. I love that. I love that uh, you're teaching Isaac not to invest or spend on materialistic things or material mm-hmm. things, but investing in experiences. Yes. I think that's, that, that's a huge thing, especially for a 14 year old, like all the 14 year olds now are like, Oh, you got, you, you cop the J's you copped uh, the Louis Vuitton. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's all on like materialistic stuff. Oh, you got the Lamborghini. It's, it's all, yeah. it's all that. And you're, you're really enriching Isaac with, values like true values of uh becoming like a complete human being right like yeah. uh, incorporating uh love experiences uh mm. and that's i mean that's a testament to you as a mother and I, I know it hasn't been easy you said you know sometimes isaac wants to send Ooh. you back to brazil uh oh, raising a teenage son, teenage son i'm sure is not as a single mother is not it's not easy at, at all but you make it happen just like you make it happen I mean, like anything, right? Like being a mother, it's you take the same approach as an entrepreneur. You just figure it out, take mm-hmm. action on it, uh, learn from you know what your experience. But you know, I, th- I think I think that's the biggest thing is investing in experiences, in mm-hmm. invest in like taking that time to uh, you know be surrounded because the money's gonna come, but yes. it's the money isn't everything. Right. We, we talk about yeah. that. So it's yeah. like living with a purpose and that's just not taught, especially, or it isn't talked about enough. I feel like, it's um, not. yeah, yeah. You know, the, uh, when I opened the event space, um, I opened the event space last year, it was scary. Um, but I knew that that was a great opportunity. There's something that I love, you know, be around people, create happy me- memories, And I said, you know what, Isaac, with the venue, you can host events for some of the teenagers. And I want to host actually next next month. I'm hosting a cancer survivor brunch. I'm giving back Mm. to the community in honor of some of the survivors in town and just shower them with love and, you know, uh, provide some live music and a brunch. And I just wanted them to feel encouraged through their journey because it's a lot. So I said, if God, yeah. felt, if God is putting in a position as in the position to help someone else, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? I love that. I let's love that. do it. So uh, I'm going to share with you guys the logo and the brochure and everything, you know, that I'm, I'm putting together, but it is, um, I, I'm very grateful for um, taking the leap of faith that I took and, and be here at this moment right now. Uh, I have a lot to learn, especially in real estate. Um, but it's definitely a humble experience to see the fruits of your hard work, you know, your mm-hmm. life. I'm like, man, when I think about years ago, it was just a dream and now I'm in it. Mm-hmm. You know? And somebody right. yeah. else might just be motivated just by hearing that, you know, the outcome of what I did, what I've done is like you, you, you go through life really to help someone else. And yeah. that's how I see my journey. Um, mm-hmm. Just to help somebody else to, Hey, you you can do it. There is really no excuses. If yeah. you woke up this morning, you in your sound mind, you got an assignment, you got work to do. So let's go. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, um, it, it's funny because you, we were talking before you know we got on uh, the podcast and stuff, and 
you talked about your your vision board from back when um and uh, yeah and you found it and you are doing the things that you know there you go doing yeah, exactly had, what your vision board said vision board, yeah when i put this on my vision board i was facing a foreclosure i was on a negative my husband passed away didn't have life insurance so i had to come up with the funeral arrangement money so it was a mess but i found i said you know what isaac you know, he was crying and, and missing his dad. I said, let's create a vision board. Let's put some stuff on the vision board that we're going to do and we're going to have it. So I had I had it here. I found this on a magazine and I cut it like renovation, real mm -hmm. estate, property. And then I put it on top of my vision board, the winner. And then I had a, a little flyer that I was placing in people's cars like we buy house cash. Mm. Guys, all this is happening today. Yeah. You That's have awesome. to visualize, you know, so you have to see it before right. you see it. Right, right. You know what I mean? Oh, Act exactly. like you're already in the, in, in the moment, like you're doing it. You got to visualize. You, another thing that I'm very big on is affirmations. We say mm -hmm. affirmations every day because, mm -hmm. you know, faith talks, you know, yeah. you yeah. have to speak into existence. That's how God created the world. Exactly. Be light, and there was mm -hmm. light. So hey, be houses, you know. <laughs> right. Yeah. You have to live like you already have it, like you right. already have right. it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. And one thing that I learned from uh, one of my mentors, he said, uh, he said, repeat this: money comes to us easily, frequently, abundantly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And watch it happens. Yep. Today's exactly. the most magnificent day of my life. Health, wealth, yeah. happiness, love, success, prosperity, and money comes to me abundantly, in abundance. So you even if you don't see it, you know, I was broke. I had mm -hmm. lost my house. But somehow I put this on my vision board. I'm a real estate investor. And it came to pass. So have faith, yep. believe in yourself, trust the process, and do not quit. Can I yeah. give up? So uh, what's next for you then? What's what's next? What's on the next chapter? Well, uh, the next chapter uh, also is remaining healthy and happy always. And I want to write my book. I want to finish my book and, and publish my book. And I want to go places and share my story and sell my books and give my book away and help other people to uh, people that are stuck, people that are afraid um, mm -hmm. I, I come across a lot of women also that are like, Anna, girl, how did you do it? How, how did you open up a venue? How did you get funding? How, how, how you get Isaac to write a book? I, so I wanted my son to do that. I want to do that, but they are just afraid. Mm -hmm. right. Take mm -hmm. a full step. Just take exactly. one step, 1%. Do something every day. Just a little, you know, compound effect. Don't, but mm -hmm. the right. main thing is to deal with fear. And I think in my book, I'm going to share, you know, the journey of um, not listening to the naysayers and just believing the power within you and, and, you know, chase, chase what you want. Well, not chase, attract what you want. Mm -hmm. I'm correct. Right. And just, just, I, I want to publish my book. I want to um, help other people. And I also want to um, invest in real estate in Brazil and create jobs. Mm. Yeah. Mm. That's dope. Yeah. I love that. 
that's happening. You're, you're already making it happen. Yeah, it's already there. Yeah, it's already there. It's, it's, it's coming. It's coming. Yeah. I'm excited I about it. You know, I, I can truly say that um, I, I feel happy about where I am right now, being a single mom, being free, you know, um, and just helping other people. That's one of my main goals. I love it. And you're making it happen. Um, and, you know, I know you were feeling a little nervous coming on here, but I was telling you, Mike, if you're feeling uncomfortable, you're exactly, this is exactly right it, right? It's like, you know, you're a testament of being uncomfortable. Just figure it out, right? Um, and so it's it's been such a pleasure, like, having you on here. Um, and yeah. we're seeing, like, hearing your story is super inspiring, inspires me every time I hear it. Um, cause it's just like, you know, um, I, th I think, like you said, people get comfortable and mm -hmm. people don't work to their full potential. Uh, and mm -hmm. I hope after hearing your story, they, they feel inspired to chase their dreams, um, or not even chase, but, you know, have their dreams come true and, and just make it happen. Um, how can people reach you? Like, you know, if they want to, connect or network or whatever or have questions like what's the best way to reach you oh yeah sure or, book, a, or book an event space i don't know <laughs> yeah so yeah my uh, i have a venue um my event space on my page my instagram is a uh, special moments venue is here in winston-salem north carolina my uh, instagram my personal instagram is anna redfern I think you have it there, Gladia. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it should all be in the show notes, I believe. Yeah, on a red front. And I'm open. If you have a group of young ladies you want me to come and share my story, I would be glad to. I would love. Uh, I get nervous, but I, hey, I gotta be me. If I can help somebody else, I'll right. do it. Um, yeah. So I have an event space and uh, I have a hair salon also that uh, is located here in Winston Salem. Right now, I have uh, young ladies there rent, renting booths for me because I'm not there all the time like I used to. I had shift a little bit. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, uh, and so it's on a red phone, my Instagram, Facebook, Anna also on a red phone, my Instagram for my event space, Special Moments Venue. This is my first venue. Uh, my goal is to have a bigger venue. My uh, current spe event space, I can. Um, Accommodate up to 90 guests, but I, it has been successful. Thank God. I've had uh, events every weekend since last February. Mm. It's, 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 it's great. You know, the families can come and host their birthdays, bridal showers, retirement dinners, or uh, repasts, uh, wedding receptions. So it has been, you know, it has been busy. I'm, I'm grateful. and But I think that... Very soon, we're gonna give birth to a bigger one. Because I, love that. I already know it. I already know it. Yeah, you are. I go exactly. high. <laughs> hey, hey, we got. We can't forget Isaac. So you got to plug his book. Oh yeah. So yeah, Isaac's right. many adventures on Instagram. Isaac's many okay, adventures. We'll, we'll make sure to add that to the show notes as well uh, for anybody interested uh, for their kids want to uh, buy exactly. them. oh yeah 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 it's very inspiring it's very uh it's motivating too and um when i release my book i'll let you guys know hopefully i'll come back and share absolutely um, hopefully you will guys. you will yeah you will <laughs> don't worry be on. thank you thank you so much guys this has been wonderful awesome well 
we appreciate you and everything you've accomplished and no, we will definitely have you back next year or whenever, uh, especially when you have that event space, but appreciate everybody who tuned in, commented. We hope you got a lot out of this because uh, we sure so. did. Um, yeah. We just wishing you guys a great rest of your week. We'll be back next Wednesday, uh, regular time, 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern, but this has been splendid. I feel pumped up. I'm ready to roll. I do Hope too. All you guys are. Uh, and Anna, thank you so much again. You guys have a great rest of your day. Talk to y'all later. Peace. Thank you. Thank you. Thank guys. you. I appreciate right. it. Peace.